Hello! Welcome to the podcast from ThatGuitarLover.com. My name's Ross. I'll be your host for these episodes. Enjoy! Hey gang. This will be a short one this week, but I want to talk a little bit about dynamic microphone boosters. When we're recording, we will often use microphones to record an amp or an acoustic guitar, and for the most part, that works pretty well for us. When we're recording vocals, we often look to a microphone that's designed for vocals. Often the condenser microphones that we use for guitar can also be used for vocals, and we're good to go. However, if you play live, you may already have vocal mics for your band or solo work. The most popular microphone in this space by a long shot is the Shure SM58. This is a dynamic microphone. That means it doesn't need any power. And it's a really, really great choice because they're relatively inexpensive. When it comes to miking a cabinet to feed the PA, the Shure SM57 is a number one go-to microphone. Again, the beauty of dynamic microphones is their simplicity. They're low impedance, they handle super long cable runs very well, and they're basically plug-and-go. Recordists are often looking for a microphone capsule that imparts a certain color and tone. The SM58, for example, is great for live, but it's not optimal for recording. Thus, microphone makers have recently been building dynamic microphones specifically for recording vocals. Sound good? Actually, they do. But there's a problem with a lot of them. Let's look at an example of the Shure SM7B. It's a highly respected vocal-specific dynamic microphone. The problem is its output. Its output is very, very low. So when the signal gets to your interface or your mixing board, if you're using one, it requires that you turn the input levels way up. This increases the noise floor and defeats a lot of the value of going with a dynamic microphone in the first place. Now let's suppose for a moment that you don't want to go to a condenser or a ribbon microphone for recording vocals and want to use a dynamic microphone. In that scenario, you need to solve the signal level issues. The best known solution to this issue is called the cloud lifter. It's best known because it works and because the maker has done a great job at messaging and market outreach to make prospects aware. The cloud lifter is not fundamentally different from other options. It's just really small and really simple to use. It does require you to provide phantom power from the interface, and it uses this power to drive the transformer to act as a clean boost for the microphone signal. And it also includes circuitry to not raise the noise floor at the same time. Since all decent interfaces and mixers offer phantom power on a per-input basis, this is easy. I own cloud lifters and also have my preferred option for this type of tool. That comes from radial engineering and it's called the McBoost. It's physically larger, but it offers user-selective loading and level controls. More controls mean you spend more money, so you decide it's your cash. The frustration that many people find is that they spend the money on a really good dynamic microphone for vocals, 
And then they get into the recording site and discover at that time only that the output from the microphone is lacking. I did this myself. When I evaluated the SM7B, I thought it sounded great. But where I live, it costs over $500 for the microphone alone. And to make it usable in a practical world, I would have to spend another $200 or so on a cloud lifter or equivalent. $700 per dynamic microphone is untenable for me. I returned the SM7B and I replaced it with a Rode NT2 condenser microphone which is absolutely superb for vocals. I would not use either in a live performance situation, but for recording, the need for the dynamic microphone boost made the SM7B an inappropriate purchase decision for my use cases. You may find yourself in a similar situation and choose to step away from the idea of a dynamic microphone. But if you like the idea... When you're shopping, check the specs, and better still, ask the selling company about its reputation when it comes to output level. Sometimes the specs on output level are not easy to find. When I was researching the SM7B, not one single review said anything about it being very weak output, although a few noted that they were using it with a cloud lifter. The challenge is you're typically not going to find this type of information with online sellers and certainly not from big box stores. Your local music shop probably has a couple of folks with recording skills, and if you ask them, you'll get good feedback. If you already own dynamic microphones and find their output level insufficient, well, you've already got sunk costs, and you will benefit from a dynamic microphone booster. As I said, I like the Radial Engineering Mech Boost, but you're also not going to go wrong with a cloud lifter. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. And until next time, peace.